The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Boy, did we have a special show for you today. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer, and maybe somebody else special hanging around too. So just hold on a second for that. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing today? Doing good here. I'm excited about our special guest. We got a uh, big 10 game slate on Thursday to get into. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for this show. I heard the words big 10. I immediately started thinking <laughs> about uh, basketball, college football, <laughs> and you got me excited. But yeah, not, not too much going on in my world. So uh, let's just get right into it. Right on. Before we get jumping in here, uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be, man. Tons of cool shit going on. Obviously, March Madness is kicking off in full gear. Uh, we got some good golf going on, some nice match play. Go check out the uh, Golf Gambling Podcast. Those boys are always killing it. Uh, MMA, NBA, MLB is kicking off. Uh, USFL is right around the corner, too. Of course, hockey as well. Find all the information there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Check out some of the other shows. Uh, always a blast, dude. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group is always banging. It's been popping off lately, and uh, I'm sure it'll be popping off after this episode, too. So if you're not in the Slack, get your ass in the Slack, man. It's free. It's always a good time. Oh, the Slack better be popping off after this show, especially. For the Slack, you can go to sg.pn slash Slack. And I said at the, at the end of the last show, uh, quite forcefully, I'm going to say it again right here. Go <laughs> leave us a goddamn review for the Hockey Gambling <laughs> Podcast. We've got nothing in the past few weeks here. Maybe you didn't stick around for the end of the show, last show. But I'm telling you, top of the show right now, go leave a five-star rating and review for the Hockey Gambling Podcast so I have something to read at the end of next show. All right. Boys, normally this is when we would jump into our uh, our mortal locks from last show. But we've been talking about it. Joel was pumping the tires last week. we got a guest here, gentlemen. I think it's time we bring this guest in, okay? You guys hear that? dun <laughs> none other than one sharp shark from the slack group sharky what's going on here buddy what is going on boys i can't tell you how happy i am to be here right now awesome man super stoked to have you super stoked to have you uh we were talking about you know we we were talking Julie was talking to sharky you know and some dms here it's like hey this guy's fucking beauty let's get him on the show you know we'll have him on for a little bit go through some stuff uh sharky Tell us how you got into hockey gambling here, man. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, uh, I guess it, it all started pretty recently for me. I mean, I was really into hockey as a kid, like kind of in the late 90s when the Red Wings were uh, winning all their cups with like Fedorov and Iserman and Shanahan and all that. Uh, you know, I played I played for a few <laughs> years. Um, I was pretty fucking terrible, if I'm being honest. I think in, in four years, my career stats were probably like one goal, one assist and uh, like five ejections. Uh, but, <laughs> but then I, I, yeah, for sure. Uh, but then I kind of got away from it for a while, you know, I mean, just got really busy with school and work and everything. So, I mean, you guys will probably be surprised to learn that this is actually like my first season betting NHL games, like regularly, like in the past, I, you know, sprinkle a little bit here and there on like Stanley cup playoffs or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was only relatively recently that, uh, you know, started watching games regularly again, getting into the research and analytics and everything. And, yeah, that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Right on, man. Right on. Yo, we should have led with this question. Where are you from, dude? 
Yeah, so I'm from the Bay Area, California. I used to live uh, like really close to the San Jose uh, Shark Stadium, but kind of moved a little bit east uh, a few years ago. Fair enough, fair enough. Were you just trolling everyone? You said you're from Saskatchewan the other day. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I was just trying, to, just trying to see if there were any uh, other Saskatonians in there, you know? <laughs> well, you, you got one there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you had Joel uh, punching the wall there when you brought up the late 90s Red Wings teams. Yeah, but then you had him yeah. up with you again when you said you were a goon. So I think you're you're good in his book now. All right. Well, that was a much more uh, respectable rival to to hate than these uh, the Minnesota Wild, for sure. Right on. What uh, what position did you play when you were playing hockey, man? Uh, I was a center, but but pretty terrible, like I said. No, no, no. This guy's <laughs> mucking and grinding as a centerman out here. That's beauty, bud. You got the grit. You got the truculence. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give the give this guy a five year deal worth eight mil. Sign up to San Jose. <laughs> all right, boys. We'll uh we'll jump into our last show's uh Mortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals here uh it, it was it was a it was a tough goal for one person in here it was a mid goal for somebody else and it was a fucking unreal unreal pick session for somebody else so jolie asshole kick us off here <laughs> yeah well uh another guy in our slack group uh go bearcats he called me out the other weeks and uh he's gonna stop following my picks and start following you guys and ever since then i've only had one losing night and uh <laughs> yet again i won last uh show here with the uh Starting off with the lock was the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins team total over three and a half. Uh, that one was an, an easy go. I mean, after the first period, I think the, the Blue Jackets blanked them. One nil, but uh, <laughs> the second period is all Penguins. Four straight goals. I think they won five to one. Um, I did have over six and a half, but uh, fortunately for town here, uh, they, they held on there at the end to, <laughs> to keep it to five to one. So uh, that one came through. And my dog was the Devils at plus 140 against the Rangers. Uh, another one, they had a bad start. Uh, they were losing 2-0, but uh, then just pummeled Shesterkin. So even better than this this win here is uh, Shesterkin's heart candidacy took a big hit too. So uh, my awesome Matthews heart ticket uh, stock goes up. Um, so that's good there too. And then my total was the Stars Oilers over six, minus 115. Uh, yeah, this one was uh, kind of back and forth there for a bit, but uh, there were a lot of goals in the last 10 minutes. So uh, I think Edmonton tied it and took the lead, and Dallas tied it and took the lead back. So uh, I think that one ended 5-3. So uh, another comfortable winner for uh, Joel. <laughs> for me, my lock, I had the Jets minus 135 against the Knights. It was a, a 4 four nothing win there, but it wasn't that easy. Vegas outshot them 17-4 in the first period. Thought I was kind of screwed there, but Winnipeg's got two, two in the second, two in the third good for a shutout win. My dog, I had those pesky Sens on Long Island. Unfortunately, the Islanders got three in the third period to to win that one. So that was a loss. My total, I had the Lightning Hurricanes under five and a half, minus 115. Low scoring game the whole way. It was uh, 3-2 there late in the third period. I was waiting for an empty netter to screw me, but that did not happen. So two and one night for me. All right. Well, one of us had to have an absolutely horrible fucking night, and that was me. Uh, I had Washington Moneyline versus St. Louis paying off minus 140. Uh, Capitals didn't stand a chance in that game. Ended up losing 5-2. It sucks because at one point, you know, they were up 2-1. You know, the first period, I'm like, okay, things are looking pretty good. And then, no, St. Louis scores four unanswered to to just take the cake away. Uh, For my dog, I had Nashville against the LA Kings. I thought Nashville was going to have a better outing here, man. They absolutely got pumped (laughs) 6-1. Is pretty tough. We were put a lot of faith in big save Dave Riddick there. He just proved why we shouldn't do that. Uh, I so warned yeah, you. I warned you. You did. You did. 100%. Um, but you know what? My total my total did hit. And Jolie talked about this last show, too. He's like, I think we're both going to win our bets on the Pittsburgh yeah. game. Because I had Columbus-Pittsburgh under 6.5. It was a 5-1 win for Pittsburgh. So it was pretty shady to begin with. Uh, there was only one goal in the third period. So that helped my cause out. But uh yeah, that one hit for me. I had the under at 6.5, paint off minus 120. So one for three on the day. It's going to get better, though, man. It's going to get better. We're getting out of the clutch time of the season, and somebody's got to give Joel a run for his money here. So I got faith, especially with Sharky on my side here. Uh, where we stand after last episode, I lost 2.17 points. Ryan gained 1.35 points, and Jolie went up. 3.7 points as always this guy's just cruising along it's not even fair i, I like how you started calling points recently i mean 
They're units, so not points. This isn't uh, an abstract thing. This is shit we're betting. You know what? It's whatever the fuck I say. I'm hosted. It's whatever I say it is, all right? It can be a point this show. It can be a unit next show. It's all the same fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, uh, including Sharky here. But if you got anything to say for this next part, by all means, you know, we'll uh, we'll toss her over to you. We're going to jump into our NHL news and discussion topics. Uh, We'll start things off with the craziest one. Obviously, the NHL trade deadline did just end. As of 3 o'clock on Monday, there should have been, or 3 o'clock Eastern time on Monday, there should have been no more trades. We got a bit of a kerfuffle here, folks. Evgeny Dadanov was traded from Vegas to Anaheim before the deadline, I think about like 10 minutes before. It was, it was supposed to be Dadanov and a conditional uh, 2024 second round pick going to Anaheim for John Moore and Ryan Kessler's contract. Now, there's been a kerfuffle here. So, in typical Vegas Golden Knights fashion, this dumbass team thinks they can do whatever they want and didn't even know that this guy is a fucking no-move clause that was signed in his deal when he was signed with Ottawa originally, and Anaheim was on that no-trade list. So, technically, Vegas was not allowed to make this trade. Uh, They did it anyways because they're a bunch of clowns. And the trade was actually just as of today uh, shot down by the NHL. So Dadanov will not be going to Anna and he will be sticking with Vegas. Jolie, what do you think here? Uh, well, yeah, they're a crummy organization and uh, this is just another <laughs> point to prove that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why he doesn't want to go, though. Maybe just to, maybe he doesn't like them as much as we do. Um, he could have he could have altered the contract or said he... He, he did want to go or whatever, but maybe he just wants to stick to the ownership or maybe he just uh, hates Anaheim for some reason. I don't know, but uh, I guess he's comfortable in Vegas and wants to stick it out there. Uh, but yeah, they're in big trouble now because uh, they, they really can't move anyone up now from uh, the injured reserve. They're going to have all their best players <laughs> in the hospital, uh, not on the ice. And uh, they're staring at a, a hard road down to the playoffs uh, if they even get there now. Yeah, this this is a huge issue for Vegas right now. They were they were trading them away to try to clear some cap space because they got Ryan Kessler's contract to put on long term injury reserve to hopefully take one of Martinez or Stone off because they're really struggling without them. But now I don't know if I think Elliot Friedman said maybe the no trade list was an old one from Ottawa submitting it. Just funny that Vegas traded a third round pick to get Dadanoff and then wanted to trade a second round pick to get rid of him. I mean, they're they're in trouble right now. Talon has been right this whole time, I guess, that Vegas is a shit organization, doesn't really inform their players what's going on, and, and it's costing them here. And their player of hope, playoff hopes are taking a big hit here. Their, their goalies are shit. So not a good time right now in Vegas. All right, Sharky, what do you think about Vegas, bud? Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't have any strong opinions on the organization itself, but I do think that this whole thing is just a, you know, a little bit of an embarrassment for the NHL. Uh, it's just kind of disappointing to see that something like this could even happen and that, you know, there's just kind of finger pa- finger pointing going around, people playing the blame game. You know, I thought it would have been cool to see Dodonov on the Ducks, but I guess it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what? The Golden Knights did just put out a tweet on their official Twitter. Listen to this. The Vegas Golden Knights recognize the league's decision and welcome Evgeny back to our club. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like You just tried to ship him out for fucking peaches and nothing, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, what do you what do you expect? You know, classless organization with a classless move. You know, I uh, just wait. This is the first time they're kind of dealing with some adversity, so uh, maybe it's good for them. Uh, moving on down here, second thing on the docket, some news coming out of Carolina, man. You know, this isn't really too surprising, but it's uh, it's always good to see some people making some money here. So Carolina officially expend or extends uh, centerman Jesperi Kakaniemi. For an eight-year, $38.5 million contract with a $4.82 million AAV. Uh, the same Kakaniemi that they did offer sheet from Montreal here. Uh, what do we think here, gentlemen? Good deal or what? I, I think this is Carolina kind of banking on Kakaniemi turning into some sort of middle six guy. I mean, he's still 21. He'll turn 22 in July. He has 23 points in 60 games this year. Seems like a solid solid guy to, ha- to have in their lineup, in their organization. I mean, Locking in a 21-year-old in the eight-year contract, it's not really a, 
a top level talent could be could be kind of questionable, but I mean he was the third overall pick in 2018. He has the skill set, he has the talent, so this could turn into turn into a steal. And it's the point where 4.8 million is a contract that is tradable or manageable if he's not as good as expected. Right. Yeah. It's uh, he hasn't had a great year he was better with the canadians uh but he's still very young and uh, that's a very good deal uh especially going forward and stellar cap goes up this could indeed look like a steal and if it's not that's not the worst anchor to have on your uh salary cap structure so yeah probably a good piece of business there by the canes uh they're uh, normally that very good at this kind of thing sharky any thoughts on uh carolina and kakaniemi here uh, I mean, not too much. Like, yeah, eight years, pretty long term. And I, I don't think he was getting that many minutes um, this season. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess they see something in him for the future. And, you know, like like Joel said, I guess I kind of have faith in them just as an organization. Um, but but just, yeah, I'm not sure what uh, what's how it's really going to pan out. Yeah, it's Joel brought up a good or Ryan brought up a good point. Like the guy's 21 years old, right? So you're locking him in for eight years, you know, and it's not like you're paying Jeff Skinner, like Jeff Skinner money. And he's going to be a total bust here, right? Like this is $4.82 million. You know, hopefully in the next year or a couple of years, the cap will go up. So it's it could work out to be some tidy business. But if this guy plays anything on your second line and up. This contract's an absolute steal. Might be a bit steep to be paying a third-line centerman, you know, almost $5 million if he's for eight years if he's only going to be on your third line. But I got some faith in Kakaniemi here, man. Former third-round pick for Montreal. Uh, I think this could be some tidy business here for Carolina. Now heading down to our last piece here, boys. This is uh, some sad news coming out of L.A., and the Kings have been on fire lately, man. They, uh, they've they been popping off pretty good here. Uh, LAGM Rob Blake, uh, shout out to all of our Colorado fans here. Great for you, Joel. Uh, LAGM Rob Blake announces Drew Doughty is expected to miss the rest of the season with an upper body injury. Uh, he could return from playoffs. I think this injury was suffered earlier in March. I want to say like on the 7th or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, Blake just kind of came out and said that he's expected to miss the rest of the season. Obviously, it'd be nice to have him back for the playoffs, especially with the way the Kings have been playing lately. Uh, this is a pretty big loss for him, boys. It could hurt. Yeah, I was just looking at at the Kings defenseman right now. I mean, I, I know Sean Dursey has had a good season for them. He's playing top pair. You got you got Edler on the second pair. You got Troy Stetcher on the second pair. I don't know how they're doing. I mean, they're, they're still, what, second place in the Pacific right now, only behind Calgary. Maybe they'll fall off a little bit here, but they, they've been fine without Dowdy. But, I mean, that, that division is going to be what kind of the playoff race is with Edmonton right there, Vegas trying to make it back in. Vancouver has an outside spot. So while, while the East is kind of, you know what teams are making the playoffs, the West is going to be very exciting last 20 games here. Yeah, the uh, the young guys have stepped up uh, when the, the veterans are out. That, that's what's happened. Uh, Sean Dersey, that old uh, Leaf draft pick. <laughs> Had to throw that in, eh? Yep, yep. Turned out to be a good player. <laughs> Uh, stepping up there in the absence of Drew Daddy. I mean, uh, hopefully they make the playoffs here. I, uh, I got a few coins on them, them doing so. And, uh, yeah, I tend to like their team uh, in general. Always have since uh, the Sutter days. Uh, Jonathan Quick, of course, having to turn around here. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they, they can keep it moving as long as these uh, the rookies keep stepping up. They had a great game in that uh, 6-1 pummeling over the, the, the Preds there, that rookie line of uh, Kapari, Byfield, and Villardi. So, yeah, I think they do have uh, enough young guns to, to keep it going uh, to get to the playoffs, and then hopefully uh, Doughty uh, comes back for that. All right, Sharky, any thoughts here, bud? Yeah, I mean, it's a big loss. Like, uh, I think Doughty was responsible for, like, 24 assists in 39 games is what I was reading earlier. And I was reading something else that said, like, I think uh, LA is missing five out of the six starting defensemen that they had on opening night. So, you know, it's a little bit surprising to see that they're still having the success that they are. But, um, you know, I think they'll probably still make the playoffs. Yeah, of course. It seems like, you know, they've had a lot of injuries this year, man. It's kind of been a next man up mentality, which... You know, sometimes that's uh, that's good for the team, especially going into playoffs. No one's going to be 100% healthy when it comes to playoff time, right? From an individual point of view, as well as a team point of view. So the fact that they're kind of, you know, priming themselves up in the season a little bit, that uh, maybe it'll do uh, the Kings some good when they finally get to the dance here. Uh, either way, Doughty has been a stud this year. And Christ, the guy's like, what, like 36 years old or something like that? Like, fuck, Drew's been in the league forever, man. Uh, and he's still playing pretty well, too. So that's going to be a bit of a loss here. 
Looking for a Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Wynn Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. WinBet Win Hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific. Better prices on select games. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. Bettors who wager at least $500 in the first and second round of the tournament will earn one entry into a drawing for a trip to win Las Vegas. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Every day March Madness games are being played, we'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash marchmadness to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash M-E-R-C-H madness. All right, boys, that uh, that pretty much covers up our NHL news discussion topics. Sharky, you got any uh, we got any picks that you think you're feeling for uh, this upcoming slate tomorrow, or what? What do you got here, bud? Yeah, I mean, you know, I knew if I was coming on the podcast that I'd have to come prepared with a uh, mortal lock dog in total. So, I mean, I got some stuff ready. I don't know if you guys want me to just dive into it or how you want to do it. Oh, this guy's bringing the heat. Dive into it, buddy. Let us know what you got here. Let's go. All right. Uh, for my lock, I'm looking at the Carolina Hurricanes getting minus 195 against Dallas tomorrow. Uh, look, you know, it's a lot of juice to lay, but I just think Carolina is clearly the better team here. Uh, Hurricanes are somewhere around, I think, 11th or 12th in the league uh, in terms of goals uh, goals per game and expected goals per game. Um, they're allowing the fewest goals per game. So, you know, they're getting fantastic performances from their goaltenders. So I just, I just don't really see them giving up a lot of goals to a Dallas offense that's, you know, pretty mediocre, pretty middle of the pack. You know, Carolina's got an awesome penalty kill, um, but I'm not sure that's really going to come into play too much because Dallas doesn't really rack up that many penalty minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Carolina, minus 195, that imputes a win probability of around 66%. I think they probably Ooh. won this game closer to around 70% of the time. So, you know, I think the line should be probably closer to something like minus 225 here. So yeah, give me Carolina minus 195 for my lock. Um, for my dog... Give me Detroit against the Islanders at plus 180. Um, this one's a pure value play. I'm not super confident that the Red Wings get the win here, but I do think the plus 180 is rich enough that you kind of have to take that side. Uh, you know, obviously the Islanders have the superior defense and goaltending, but Detroit's got a pretty pesky offense. They can definitely put up some goals on a good night. Uh, you know, if it means anything, I think Detroit won the last two matchups back in December. Um, so, yeah, plus 180, I think that's the side that you have to take. You're all a bunch of haters, man. Even the friggin' guests we bring in are betting against the Islanders. <laughs> I we love it. Love, I love, love to see it. Uh, yeah, so then for my total, uh, give me the 6.5 in the Panthers-Canadiens game at minus 105. You know, Montreal isn't exactly a, a powerhouse on defense, and their goaltending's pretty abysmal. Uh, they're one of the worst uh, teams in the league in terms of actual goals against, expected goals against, and team save percentage. So I could see Florida putting up maybe four or more on their own here. So the question really becomes, like, what do we expect out of Montreal offensively, right? Uh, you know, I'm not super inclined to think that they can put up three, especially if Bobrovsky's in net. But I was actually looking at their uh, recent games, and they've actually put up three or more goals in, I think, nine out of their last ten games. So it's not totally out of the question. So, yeah, give me the over 6.5 at minus 105. Now that one's a, that's one I like. Sharky bringing the heat here, bud. I love everything. And even the stats you're backing it up with. Like, my man did his homework here, eh? Yeah, I got to bring my A game, right? Fuck that. Didn't, yeah. didn't have a team name metaphor thing going on. Like, the, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought about it, thought about it, tried hard, but I was like, I'll, I'll leave that to Talon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, those are the only bets I win these days. I swear to God, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sharky, that was fucking gorgeous, but and you know what? I even uh I even changed my dog just to ride with you there because you know what the dog I had was pretty greasy. The boys know it too, so I'm uh, I'm gonna ride with you in Detroit. We'll have more on that later, but all right, boys. Sharky, man, been an absolute blast. You know, always awesome to have you on, buddy. We'll definitely be doing it again. Any uh anything else you want to leave us with here, or what, what you got, my man? Yeah, let me just say one quick thing before I go. I just wanted to send a quick message to the listeners out there. 
Uh, you know, I just want to say this. Uh, if you haven't already done so, get your ass in the Slack group, all right? Yes. I know this. I know there's some of you out there that have probably been thinking to yourselves, you know, I wonder if the Slack groups is as much fun as they make it out to be on the podcast. And I know you're thinking that because I used to be one of you, all right? But then I joined the Slack group, and look at me now. I'm making podcast appearances. Like I, grew, I grew like six inches taller. I got gorgeous women just throwing themselves at me, and I wear my uh, hockey gambling podcast T-shirts. And most importantly, I'm winning more of my hockey bets. So get your ass in the Slack group, sg.pn slash Slack. Join the hockey channel, introduce yourself, and tell them one shark shark sent you. Bro, best part, we're not even paying him to say that. That's all him <laughs> off the top there. That's fucking incredible, my man. That's fucking incredible. All right, Sharky, bud. Awesome to have you on here, man. Before you get head out here, can you give us a big oh yeah? Oh yeah. Look at that, Ryan. He's Ooh, taking your job. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sharky, man. Awesome to have you, bud. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, we'll we'll be in contact. I'm sure we'll be talking tonight in the Slack group. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. This is a blast. Cheers. Anytime, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. All right. See ya. Peace. All right, boys. What a pleasure to have one sharp shark on. That was fucking sick, eh? Yeah, that that was that was great. Hopefully, we can do that more often. Perfect. I would love to, buddy. You know what? That guy's a voice for radio too, man. Like, I don't know what his job is, but like, this motherfucker should have gone to radio school. Yeah, he's a natural radio school. <laughs> uh, hey, don't knock radio school. I did it. Um, all right, boys. We got ten games coming up this Thursday, March twenty fourth. Here, that game—that's tomorrow, probably today. The time you listen to it, gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh yeah! Yo, Sharky, had you beat there, Ryan? Come on. <laughs> All right, we'll jump into the first game of the talk at seven p.m. slot. We got the Florida Panthers against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Florida Panthers on the money line, paying off minus two forty-five. Montreal on the money line, plus two oh five. Uh, Florida on the puck line sitting at plus 100. The over under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, I'll get us started here, boys. This was going to be my dog tick or dog pick until I switched it up a little bit, but it's a little greasy. I want to take Florida on the puck line here, plus 100. Uh, Panthers are a fucking wagon, man. Plus, they just added Claude Giroux. They probably added the best available defenseman in Ben Chirot, uh if he is playing. Plus, this is his return to Montreal, so that would be kind of cool as well. Uh, give me the Panthers on the money line for sure. I really see them just going in and beating the fucking wheels off the Habs here. Yeah, you have to go with the Panthers in this game. They've had, what, four days off now between games. They're 6-0 in their last six on, on three days rest or more. Claude Giroux's debut here. I mean, it's going to be going to be on fire for the Panthers. So you have to go with Florida on the money line on on the puck line. I'm surprised surprised that's plus 100, not not all minus odds yet. So yeah, also like a uh, Homer Claude Giroux anytime goal scorer. Claude Giroux maybe a power play point. Saw the Panthers are running a a five forward power play unit, which I, I would absolutely love to see that on the ice, especially against a team like Montreal that has a pretty bad penalty kill. Um. Montreal's 1-8 in their last nine against teams with a point percentage above 600. Montreal's only beaten the Senators and the Flyers in their past seven games. So I love Florida here. I like the over, as Sharky was saying. And I like the first period over one and a half. Uh, Both have gone over in seven of their past ten games. And I might sprinkle something on the Panthers team total over one and a half in the first period. That should be good plus odds there. It's happened in 19 of the Panthers games, which is 30%. And the Canadians have allowed two or more in 20 of their games, which is the, wor- the worst in the league, which is 32%. So I think you can get a, get a good price there on the first period team total for the Panthers and just take the Panthers on the puck line at plus 100. Well, when three people have talked about a game and uh, they all like the same things, I do, there's not much else for me to say, especially when <laughs> Ryan drones on for five minutes listening this and that stat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, Panthers in the over, especially the over. Uh, Shark said it. Nine of the last ten games, uh, Canadians scored two, at least uh, three goals. And then the Panthers, of course, we know that they're the best offense in the league, uh, both analytically and in the counting stats. Number one in goals per game, shots per game, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, not, not great goaltenders either. So I'm going to load up here on the over and maybe put the uh, Panthers in a parlay or that uh, minus one and a half before it gets to uh, a more uh, juicy price. Though, to be honest, uh, the Canadians have been a little, little pesky uh, lately, so I'm not, I'm not even sure about that. So just lock in the over for now. 
Beautiful. All right, gentlemen, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. This has to be the game of the night here. This is a banger, too. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Garden. Uh, Tampa Bay money line's paying off minus 110. Boston money line minus 110 as well. We got good old-fashioned hockey gambling podcast. Pick them here, folks. Over-unders at 5.5. Over paid off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, what's the play here? Like, Tampa's lost two in a row. Boston's won two in a row. Swayman's been playing fucking lights out lately. It kind of kills me to say it here. I might have to take a. I might have to take the Bruins here, boys. Give me Boston at home, paying off minus one ten in the pick 'em. Um, I don't know, like Boston division record thirteen three and one this year. These guys have been lights out playing teams of the Atlantic. Their home record's pretty good too, eighteen ten and two. No slouch against Tampa though, man. Like this could go either way, but uh, I'll take the Bruins or the Bruins here at home. Yeah, definitely best game on the docket for Thursday night playoff preview, which is happens between any of the top teams in the East, just because it's it's so fluid there. Besides, really, that the the Panthers and the Hurricanes. Uh, my best bet for this game is definitely going to be the under. I took the under with the Lightning Hurricanes. It got there with five goals. I, I can see that happening here as well with a, a Boston team that also plays a lot of under games, as Tampa has done uh, six straight for Tampa. I would lean lean Tampa Bay's way just because they've lost two in a row. I feel like they're they're playing better than that, deserve better. Boston was taken to over t- to overtime by Montreal last game, but I don't really have a strong lean on a side. But I do like the under five and a half a lot at minus one hundred five. Well, the most important thing here is the the health of Bergeron. I'm not sure if he's ready to be back yet. He's still got that arm infection going on, so that's a big big piece in this puzzle. Uh, don't mind the under, but. Uh, yeah, and it seems like Talon always bets the Bruins, man. Right? He's like me and the Islanders, but I, I think he's trying to do that to, like, uh, mush him, you know, uh, being a Leafs fan and all. He's <laughs> it's not working because they're fucking hot. So I'm going to ride with the hot team, uh, especially if Bergeron's in. Um, if he's in, you expect them to to uh, become a, a decent-sized favorite, actually. So uh, it's a bit of a risk if you play it early, but, yeah, I, I think it's just too important to – to do so so i'll I'd, I'd rather wait and see what uh bergeron status looks like all right heading on down here we got the dallas stars against the carolina hurricanes again at the 7 p.m slot game itself is in carolina uh dallas on the money lines paying off plus 160 carolina money lines sitting at minus 195 uh hurricanes on the puck lines at plus 125 the over under sitting at six overpaying off minus 105 the under minus 115 um boys i love carolina in regulation here it's paying off minus 120 for canes to win in regulation they're at home man this team is 24 5 and 3 at home four of their last five wins they have have been in regulation and four of the past five stars losses have been in regulation as well so i love that play uh also leaning a bit towards the over here man at minus 105 we got some good firepower on carolina Dallas has been, you know, trending a bit downwards when it came to goal lately here. But uh, I don't know. You know, we do got two good goalies with Ottinger and uh, Frederick And I can never say his name. Fuck Ottinger and yeah. Frederick Anderson. Got it there. Uh, still, I'll take the over minus 105. But for me, the biggest play here is uh, Carolina in regulation minus 120. Just confidently say names wrong and just go with it. It, it, it always works out. <laughs> um, uh, um, I think I have to I have to go go against you on both of them there. I, I like Dallas as a dog here. They've won three of their past four games, had a, had a win against Edmonton on, on Tuesday, came back, came back in that one. They won in Washington, won in overtime in Montreal. So I've, I've been confused with Dallas for most of the season. I'm, I'm finally deciding to maybe back them here. At plus 160, just because Carolina, while they are good at home, they might be worn down recently. They've played a lot of good teams, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Washington, the Rangers, Tampa Bay. So it could be just a spot where Carolina maybe doesn't get up for this game as much as the other ones. In Dallas, they they need the points right now for the for the playoff race in the West. And, and plus 160 is a good value, and I like the under. It's it's a, a goalie game here with Ottinger and, and Anderson, so I see a low-scoring Dallas win. I got to rag on town a little bit more here. Uh, <laughs> when he said that stars have been trending downwards in terms of offense, he only says that because the fucking Leafs shut him out last week. Other than that, they're scoring two goals a game going back weeks and weeks and weeks. So, uh, yeah, the stars offense is just fine. And for that reason, I'm agreeing with uh, Ryan here. I'm going to take the the stars, even though I, I yeah, I, you'd never like to see uh, them play with that high skin in, but 
Uh, it didn't matter against Edmonton. So they could do it against Carolina. Plus, they're on a bit of a letdown spot after after that uh, close victory over the Lightning. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say I'd lean to the Stars here. All right, heading down to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York at the USB, UBS Arena, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, Detroit on the money line is paying out plus 180. Islanders on the money line, minus 230. Big home dogs. Uh, Islanders on the puck line, those at plus 120. The over-under is sitting at 5.5. Over paying off, minus 105. The under, minus 115. Boys, Detroit has had a tough goal here right, lately, right? Like, they've been... They've been struggling more so defensively. This team scores goals, you know. They, they got some good firepower, some good young studs. But New York is just so boring. They've been playing well lately, but they're so goddamn boring. And you know what? My boy, one sharp shark, he was on Detroit Moneyline here. And it, it kind of got me thinking, I might change my dog up here, boys. I'm going with fucking one sharp shark, do 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 Give me Detroit Moneyline plus 180 here. I said I said the last show, and Islanders should never be more than minus one favorites against really anyone. Even the even the road Red Wings here, I, I got to ride with Detroit at plus one eighty. I'm not sure if I'm as confident as uh, Sharky or Talon there, but I think there's value there. Ottawa, it was scoreless through two two periods. I think Detroit kind of has some better offense there with Larkin, Rana. I mean, Maurice Sider is an absolute beast on defense. So they won two of their past three, look good against the Flyers. So I could see them going into uh, Long Island, getting a win at, at plus 180. Oh, we got the uh, the Jaws theme song. Now we got the fucking Baby Shark theme song. <laughs> Town is in high form. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That reminds me, the Avs actually played that song when uh, we, we we beat them in the, in, the, in the one game, at least, in that series uh, a few years ago before that controversial Landis Gog offside thing that uh, <laughs> wrecked our game seven in San Jose. But uh, anyway, on to better times here. Uh, Red Wings, Islanders. Uh, yeah, the Islanders are, I think, a touch high again, just like they were against the Senators, but they're still likely to win the game. So uh, I'm not going to back the Wings here, but I do like the over. Uh, we know the Islanders can shut teams down, but the Red Wings cannot do that. So even if the Islanders are without Matthew Brazal here, um and even if they even if they uh prevent the red wings from scoring maybe a hundred percent of what they usually score 50 percent of the score is usually good enough to get the over anyway so uh yeah i'm thinking it's going to be like a five two islanders win here a sneaky over considering it is an owls game and uh there's always a chance it ends uh three nothing like it was the other night but i'm gonna ride uh the red wings in their their overs uh it's just uh it's just a, a given these days. I mean, uh, the over is six one and one. Red Wings last eight games following a win, and six and one. Red Wings last seven on their opponent allows two goals or less, and all that good shit. So uh, I'm gonna go with the over five and a half. Over five and a half here. How do you take your coffee? A full-bodied roast, something light. We all have our preferences, and no matter what you love to drink, Trade Coffee makes it easier to brew your best cup at home. Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you, as often as you like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take the coffee quiz to get started. Take Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their, their subscription is no hassle. Skip shipments, change your frequency, or cancel at any time. And for our listeners, right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's f- more cups, more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get, to get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $20 off your first three bags. 
Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Right on, buddy. Moving down to the 8 p.m. slot here. We got the depleted. They traded away their whole team, traded away their captain, Depleted Philadelphia Flyers against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis at 8 p.m. Uh, Philly on the money line paying off plus 220. St. Louis money line minus 275. Uh, Blues on the puck line sitting at minus 105. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Ryan, take it away here, bud. Philadelphia, St. Louis, what you got? <laughs> The, the Blues might be frauds here or there, but the Flyers, they're, they're just so bad. I mean, they went into Detroit, <laughs> lost 6-3. Two empty netters there, but it's it, it's just not good. That was with Carter Hart in net. This is the first of a back-to-back. They're in Colorado on Friday night, so I'm not sure how they're going to play that with Martin Jones or Carter Hart. I'm not sure if they're going to try to go for a win with Hart against the worst Blues team or start Jones and hope Hart can play well against the Avalanche. Either way, you got you got to go with the Blues here. On the puck line, uh, Flyers have lost 13 straight on the road, haven't won since December 29th in Seattle. Uh, St. Louis won the first meeting 4-1 in Philly on February 22nd. I think there were a few empty netters in that one, too. So it could be a, a lo- good low-scoring game here. Flyers lost two or three without Giroux, both by two or more goals. St. Louis had a big win in Washington on Tuesday, so I think they're going to come back home and get a big win big win over the Flyers as well. Uh, tough one to call here. The Blues did uh, get that big win over the Capitals, as you said, but they're still without Tarasenko, Robert Thomas, uh, Bozak, Tori Krug, a few of these guys are questionable. So, uh, again, you have to see how these guys are looking. But uh, I think the line is just a little too high. And, you know, I've been fading the Blues with uh, some success lately. So I'm going to do so again. Maybe put a touch in the Flyers. Uh, they've been playing without a lot of guys all season long. So even without Drew, I think that they can uh, muster something up here and uh, um, be a little pesky against the Blues. Alright, heading actually I didn't even say my pick. Fuck. You know what I like in this game, boys? Give me Philly, alright. You know the Flyers gotta be a little bit greasy here. Obviously, you know, they're not playing that well this year. They've had a down year. But I like my boy JVR. And I got no reason for this pick whatsoever, other than I'm just gonna ride with the Flyers, man. And I would love to see them having a nice win against St. Louis. Uh I I don't know. I'm mid on St. Louis. They're fine. They're fine. But whatever, dude. Give me the fires plus two twenty as a dog here on the road. Uh moving down to the 8 p.m. slot again. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus one eighty. Minnesota money line minus two twenty-five. Uh Wild on the puck lines at plus one twenty-five. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus one oh five. The under minus one fifteen. Julie, take it away here, bud. What's your Canucks got going on? Well, I expect them to get pummeled tonight with uh, a lock in net against the Avalanche. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But as for this one, I do not expect much better. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Is this, this going to be uh, Flurry's debut? Think, I was going to say, I think no, it should be, no? T- 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 tablet's confirmed already. Is he? Okay. Yeah. That sucks. 
Yep. <laughs> um, well, it's good for Sorry. the Canucks. They have a <laughs> bit more of a chance. Um, but they've got a few of their own uh, injuries going on, too, with uh, Niels Hoaglander uh, being the latest to go on the uh, injured reserve list. But they, they, they're still uh, got some firepower going. So I'm going to go with the over, even though it'll be Demko and Net um, with Talbot on the other side. It, it's guaranteed to be a few goals here. Uh, so I, I think we'll see seven plus here. No doubt at over six at only minus 105. I think that's the best play in this game. Uh, we know that the the Wilds are not great defensively, and they're even worse in net. So, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Uh, the Canucks have been scoring a lot of goals uh, lately, in the last month period anyway. Not not so much uh, the week. I mean, the, the minor slump, but I expect them to, to come firing in this game and uh, give the Wild a fight, maybe, and at least push the game over. This is the third straight game we're talking about. Maybe even fourth fourth game if you include Carolina, where you just have a huge home favorite, and, and we're not done yet. There's a few more to talk about still for Thursday night. So, so it's about finding the the dogs to pick. And I, I don't know if you can take Vancouver here, even though it will be Demko. It's going to be the second half of a back to back. They're two five and two on no days rest, but Talbot has not been playing well. So I do like the over there, as Joel said. But I, I think I just have to go with Minnesota. On the puck line, plus 125, I think I think is decent value. Um, they've won three straight, all by two or more goals. Vancouver's lost three straight for over their past six. They'll probably lose on Wednesday night as well. So I'm going to go with Minnesota on the puck line, and I would take the over as well. Yo, I am kind of exact opposite of you boys here, man. Like I love, love, love the fucking under in this game. Cam Talbot, like, I feel like he's kind of got a bit of a fire lit under his ass here. Like, your team literally just trades for the best goalie available, the former Vesna winner. Like, I think he's going to have a little bit of a spark here. And considering that he literally just posted a shutout against uh, Vegas, and that was on Monday, in the past three games Talbot has played, he's only gave up three goals. Plus, we all know what Thatcher Demko can do. Vancouver on the second night of a back-to-back, maybe their legs will be a little soft, so maybe they won't generate as much offense. Uh, I'd like the under here, man. At six, paying off minus one fifteen. That has to be the play. I'm kind of riding with Cam Talbot here, especially if he gets a start. And if he doesn't get the start for whatever reason, you know, maybe something happens. My boy Flurry's coming in, man. So either way, I, I'm kind of going with the under here. Could come back to bite me in the ass here, but I, I do like it. Keep in mind, I was gonna say last time these teams did play, it did go under, but that was the beginning of the year too. So you know, that was October. Take that with a grain of salt, but. I'll go against the grain a bit here, man. The under six minus one fifteen. I mean, I, I don't hate that. If if Vancouver is going to win, it's going to be with Demko having good goaltending. And I mean, I didn't realize Tablet's been so good. So this is a game. I'm, I probably lean to Minnesota puck line, but I I might not bet it. Fair enough. If I did have to pick one of the teams, I think I would go Minnesota puck line though. Uh, moving down to 8 p.m. here, we got the Ottawa Senators against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Uh, Ottawa on the money line, sitting at plus 225. Jets on the money line, minus 285. Uh, Winnipeg on the puck line, sitting at minus 110. Over-under is at 6. Over-paid off, minus 110. The under, minus 110 as well. Boys, what do you make of this? Like, this is, this should be the opposite. Like, Ottawa seemed to have bought at the deadline with the addition of, um... Fuck, who did they get? Was it Hamannick on defense? Yeah, Hamannick. And then they got uh, Joseph from Tampa. So Ottawa bought at the fucking deadline. And Winnipeg, you know, had a couple pieces they had to sell off contract-wise, right? So I don't know. Like, just we're going completely bonkers opposite world here. Give me the sense as a dog plus 225. Fuck it, yo. I'll take Ottawa here. Last time this team did play, it was last year, but Ottawa got the best of them, man. So maybe uh maybe they can go into cold, boring Winnipeg and do it all over again. No, this is one of the games where, where the home favorite is is Winnipeg. They're they're pushing for a playoff spot. Ottawa, I mean, really needs to lose to try to try to tank for whatever the best pick they can get. And, and Winnipeg is coming off that big 4 nothing win against Vegas. They've uh, won two straight, four of their past five. Ottawa's lost two straight, five of their past six, eight of their past ten. Last five losses have been by at least two goals. They couldn't get a goal against the Islanders. They got one against Montreal, uh, three against the Flyers, one against Columbus. So you have to go with Minnesota, uh, Winnipeg here, pushing for a playoff spot. I'll take him on the puck line for uh, minus 110. Yeah, it seems like it's a two-on-one here the whole damn show. I'm agreeing with Brian again. 
And the Sens did lose uh, Nick Paul there to the Lightning, too. So they weren't complete buyers, but I see what you're saying. It was a little weird there. And, uh, yeah, the Jets seem to have given up on the playoffs or at least uh, making it deep in the playoffs with their deals. But I think they're still fighting for it. Uh, the team has played excellently in the past month. I've been saying that for uh, a couple of weeks now. And, uh, yeah, the, the Sens are kind of in free fall. They're no longer even pesky. Um, so I'm going to take the Jets here on the puck line as well. And uh, a little lean to the under with uh, Hellebuck playing better and the Sens being unable to score. Plus, uh, another thing, too, is that Thomas Shabbat is a huge part of that team, and, of course, he is out for the season. All right, gentlemen, heading down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 205. Oilers on the money line, minus 255. Edmonton on the puck line, minus 105. The over-under sitting at 6. Overpaying off, minus 120. The under, plus 100. I've been taking a lot of dogs to show, boys. I, and it kills me to do it because I don't want to take Edmonton. But, like, I kind of have to take the Oilers in this game, right? Like, puck line's probably the reasonable play. Maybe team total? Like, yeah, I'll do that. I like the team total. It's probably going to be at, like, what? Like, 3.5, maybe 4.5. That's probably your best bet here. No, this, this is the one game where where I'm I'm like the underdog here. I like, Get the, I like, I like the Sharks. <laughs> They've they've been sneaky recently. They, they beat Colorado, beat uh, Calgary. They beat beat Arizona before that. Edmonton's back to back losses. You have a uh, Capo Kakinen making his San Jose debut as well. He'll want to play play well in front of his for his new team. So I mean, plus two hundred five. I think Edmonton is a is a team that can always kind of lay an egg a little bit in, in San Jose. They they want to play spoiler, and they've done that. They did, did that in Calgary, and I think they can do it in Edmonton too. Edmonton too, especially at plus two hundred five. Yeah, I, I, once again, I'm with Ryan here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, not because of fucking Capo Kakinen. Uh, I was hoping it'd be James Reimer, but if, if it's going to be Kakinen that, then I'm going to do a hedge and take the over six at minus 120. Uh, we know the Oilers can score, and uh, the Sharks have scored as well uh, lately. Plus, we know we've got Eric Carlson back, so he makes a difference uh, in the offensive zone and a negative difference in the defensive zone. So, over six here, minus 120 is a good look. And the, the Sharks is a dog here, plus 205. They're going to complete the Albertan sweep uh, despite Capocockton's best efforts to uh, foil that. Uh, yeah, I like the Sharks here. Just a too, too high of a line here. Um, they're, they're, it doesn't uh, respect how well they've been playing lately. So that's where I'm looking. I was going to say something else, but I totally forgot. So uh, carry on. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's, winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is in full swing, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every tournament, PropSwappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Dave from Chicago, who purchased a $100 North Carolina champion ticket on PropSwap in January and then resold it on PropSwap for $500. Use promo code SGP when you make your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, 
a loyalty rewards program that returns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slide here. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the LA Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 155. LA on the money line minus 190. Uh, Kings on the puck line sitting at plus 135. Over-under is at 6. Both over-under are paying off minus 110. Uh, boys, I know LA you know, has some injury trouble here. The doughty news is kind of tough, obviously. But there's no way you can't take the Kings here, man. Give me LA on the team total. Give me LA in regulation as well. I think it's paying off minus 120. Who the fuck Chicago going to start in net? They got, like, what? Colin Delia. Never heard of this guy. I think he's played one game. Uh, Kevin Lankinen has been their backup this year. I guess he's healthy now. And then Arvid Soderblom. No, get the fuck out of here, man. Give me the Kings in regulation. Yeah, this is all about the Kings right here. I'm surprised the line's not above minus 200 or minus 250 like some other teams are here. They're they're, they're pushing for, pushing to keep their playoff spot. Blackhawks traded away Flurry, traded away Hagel. I mean, they got – this is the second half of back-to-back for them too, so it should be Delia starting. He's He's been awful. I mean, he's only had has one start. He's not – NHL goalie at all. So you, you got to go with the Kings. I think the money line is is a solid play, even laying the juice. They're going to win. But look regulation, look puck line as well. Chicago's last two losses have been by two goals. So Kings just beat the Predators 6-1. They can do a similar to the, the, the Blackhawks. But it doesn't read the fucking show sheet. I was supposed to go next this and as usual, he lists all the stats, and I'm just here. Uh, <laughs> you were <laughs> checking off the things that I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> apologies. <laughs> you know what? No, it's, it's all good. I wasn't story. gonna say any of that stuff. I'm just gonna say that the Kings. Uh, yeah, but I said it all in the news section, right? The Kings are still playing great, uh, despite all the injuries and whatnot. They get the young guns firing, and uh, of course, the Blackhawks goaltending is not a uh, is not ideal right now. Uh, he's calling Delia. He's, He's got one game on his record, and it's a loss. And uh, he's got a 6.44 goals against average. So he must have come in relief somewhere and got lit up as well. <laughs> so not looking good for old Colin. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to take the Kings here. They're they're pushing hard, much like the Jets, to uh, make the playoffs and, uh, and uh, yeah, stay ahead of the Knights and the gang. So uh, give me the Kings here uh, in regulation at minus 120. All right. Hey, we're all we're all in agreement on this one, right? I like it. That's like the first one I'll show. That's our only yeah. consensus play. Um, that was the reason I forgot to pass it to you there. The Leaf game just started, and I just got a fresh look at these black alternative jerseys they're rocking. They look fucking sick, dude. It caught me off guard. I was distracted. All right. Heading down to the 10 p.m. Has there been a Devil's Goal yet? <laughs> there hasn't. It just started. Pizza Mrazic's going to get a shout-out. I called it in the Slack group, boys. <laughs> Take the under, live bet it. Let's the Devil's go. Devil's goal in first ten minutes is on like a thirty-one and seven run or something crazy <laughs> like that. So expect the goal in the next ten. Fuck, don't tell me that. Uh, move down the ten p.m. slot. Last game on the docket. We got the Nashville Predators against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus one hundred five. Knights on the money line minus one fifteen. Over under sitting at six. Overpaying off minus one ten as well as the under minus one ten. Uh, Ryan, finish us off here, bud. What do we got? Yeah, before we get into this game here, I just want to talk about uh, Roman Yossi and his his case for the North, yes. North Trophy oh, here. Oh, he has, 70, <laughs> he has 78, 78 points. Makar is at 71. I mean, only McDavid, Drysaddle, Huberto, Goudreau, Austin Matthews, and Kyle Connor have more points than Yossi does. You can still get him at plus 550 at uh, BetMGM. He's down to plus 275, some other books, plus 300. So if you still have BetMGM or FanDuel, I think he might still be plus 600 there. Definitely get that, and I think Makar ha- has a great chance. He kind of locked it up a little bit earlier, but Yossi's make- making a push. If he gets up to close to 100 points, definitely worth the price of plus 600, plus 550, even plus 300, I think think he has a great chance for it. As far as this game, I mean, he's one of the reasons I want to take the Preds here. The Preds are are, are, are playing well. Vegas is, is playing poorly. You kind of got to fade them with how they've been recently. Uh, back-to-back shutouts for Vegas. No goals in their past two games. 
So you got to go with Nashville here on the money line at minus 105. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as, as much as I hate to say it, I think that that is a decent bet on Yossi at this point. Uh, I definitely would take him at plus 300 over a car at minus 350 or whatever he is now. I think that's a little slow. That's a, a bit closer than that. I still think that the car wins, but. Um, I'm not that confident in it to lay minus 350. So uh, Yossi would be the guy to look at right now. He's been on an absolute fire the past three weeks, and uh, the line should catch up uh, pretty soon here. As for the game itself, I'm not sure why, but the Predators are, uh, the line's moving against them here. I see them all the way at like plus 105 at certain books here. So uh, I'm not sure why the early action's coming in on the nights after uh, it's been going the other way for, for weeks now. So that's a bit strange to me. Because um, I like the Predators here, given the fact that uh, the Knights are in chaos mode right now with the Dadnoff thing and the, all their injury shit. And, you know, that, that front office is going to be big trouble if they don't make the playoffs, that's for sure. Some heads will roll. Uh, so uh, the line scares me a bit here with the way it's going. But uh, based on who wins the game, I think the Predators have a better chance to win the game. So, yeah, they're in good form right now. Of course, Yossi's firing. Uh, Saros is playing better, uh, and the Knights they don't uh, they don't even have a number one goalie in yet. So, yeah, I, I do like the Predators here, uh, especially if you get about plus money. Yeah, once again, boys, we're uh, we're definitely on the same page. I really like Nashville here on the money line uh, currently at minus one hundred five. Like Joel said, that might move. You know, take it either way. Uh, I do like it. Saros has been playing pretty good lately. Obviously, he was struggling for a little bit there. You know, a week two weeks ago, but he's starting to come around in fine form. Uh, Joel touched on it though. You know. Uh, Vegas doesn't have a starting goalie. You know, Laurent, Laurent Brossois has looked like shit. Um, and you know what? You brought up some good points for UC Sar or not UC Saros, uh, Roman Yossi to be in uh, some Norris, you know, contention there. So I do like that. But give me a... Give me an Evgeny Dadnov anytime goal scorer, man. The hockey gods, <laughs> the hockey gods work in funny ways, and I got a feeling that they might have, they might have something to say going on uh, tomorrow night here in uh, Vegas. So, give me a Nashville on the money line, and Dadnov is an anytime goal scorer. With all the Knights injuries, he's probably going to play on the fucking top line too. <laughs> I bet he will. I bet he will. It could get some power play time too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, boys, that covers our Thursday slate. Uh, I don't know, gentlemen, we've ran a little bit long here. What do you think? Uh, should we just jump into our locks, dogs, and totals here? Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't have anything really to say. Yeah, there's no Friday's odds. Games, except the Avalanche oh. is going to crush the Flyers. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> All right, well, we'll settle that. Um, Guys, our Friday picks, join the Slack group. Get your ass in the Slack group. We'll, we'll post everything we're going to do for Friday there. There's five games, so you're not missing too much. But, uh, yeah, we will be posting our picks there for sure. All right, we'll uh, move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals. Joel, you want to uh, read off where we stand here after that abysmal week last week? Well, you're still about nine units ahead of Ryan, so uh, that's always a, a silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> you're at minus 11.44 units. Ryan's at minus 20.49 <laughs> units. And I'm sitting comfortably <laughs> above ground, uh, plus 7.24 units. Uh, so I don't think you guys have a chance to catch me for another year. So, uh I'll have, uh, I'll have a little extra money to play with come the playoffs. I feel like a point is worth more than a unit, though, you know? So maybe I'm not as bad as it seems. <laughs> I tried. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Um, Ryan, kick us off here, bud. What do you got? All right. We just talked about it. My lock is the uh, Predators minus 105 at Vegas. I, I wish I could get plus 105 here on, on these odds we're using, but I can't. So I'll take minus 105. I mean, they're playing well. Vegas has been playing poorly. Lost eight of nine. So go with Nashville there. I kind of like them on the puck line, too. Sprinkle that as well. Uh, for my dog, I have the Kings on the puck line, plus 135 against the Blackhawks. Blackhawks second half from back-to-back. Going to have Kyle and or whoever starting. Kings just beat Nashville 6-1. So I think they get another two-goal win there. And then my total, I have Lightning Bruins under 5.5, minus 105. Lightning Hurricanes just played an under game. Boston typically plays under game. So I think get a get a low-scoring playoff type game there. For myself, I'm also going to the Kings, except in regulation, at uh, minus 120. Uh, um, it, by all means, it could end up uh, another 6-1 game and cover the puck line as well, but I'm going to stick with that for my luck. Uh, and for my, my dog, I'm going with the Sharks, plus 205 against Edmonton. I still can't remember what I was going to say about the game, so I, I can't <laughs> provide any new information here. Uh, I just think that's a touch high, and uh, yeah, the Sharks are playing much better now, and I think expect that line to go down 
Um, unless all the sharps hate fucking uh, Capo Kakinen as much as I do, then maybe not. And the total will be uh, the Panthers Canadians over six and a half at minus one to five. So uh, the line is sharky. Uh, both teams can score, and uh, both teams have trouble defending and not great goaltending. So over six and a half minus one to five between the Panthers and the Canadians. All right, for my lock, I got Carolina in regulation versus Dallas, uh, paying off minus 120. Like I said, it did start to win in regulation, but I like the odds here, man. Carolina at home is an absolute wagon. They were on a little bit of a lull, you know, as of lately, but I think they're starting to turn things around here. So expect a big night at home for the Hurricanes. Uh, for my dog, I'm riding with Shark, too. Give me Detroit money line versus the Islanders. Fuck the Islanders. Let's go, Detroit. Pay it off plus 180. We're going to wing it. We're going to win it, baby. That's all you need to know. Uh, for my total... Vancouver, Minnesota, under six, minus 115. We just talked about it a bit above, man. Like, Cam Talbot's, you know, he's had a good past three games, and I think he's got a little bit of a spark lit under his ass here uh, since uh, Minnesota brought in Flurry. Um, we all know what Thatcher Demko can do. The guy's been lights out this year. Absolutely incredible. Vancouver on the second night of a back-to-back, too. Maybe their offense won't be uh, firing as much as they would like to. So give me the under six and minus 115 here. Uh, gentlemen, any consensus plays? There's a couple at the end there we like to know. I think Nashville and the Kings. Yeah, Nashville and the Kings, definitely. That's about it. Yeah, it's, uh, we're kind of... Uh, I think There should be a section for you two having consensus plays because we're always fucking against each other. I yeah. think we liked uh, Florida Montreal over. Oh, yeah. Y- yep, definitely. We like the Bruins. I like the no, Bruins. I, I hate the Bruins. Get the fuck out of here, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right there's I, a couple I lean under that game, but I, I did you like the over there or Callum? Uh, see i did before but i didn't officially say it on the show so for the sake of consensusness we'll take the under <laughs> that, in doesn't game. Yeah, that doesn't count <laughs> goalie game baby that's okay. goal swayman and vasilevsky uh i think this that guy just wants to get going so he can watch the leafs game oh it's kicking <laughs> off i got some, i got some chinese food on the way Ooh, fucking nice. We're going to get, I got a growl on here, boys. That's for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Fucking tons of articles. We got college basketball, March Madness. We got the NBA. MLB finally got their shit together. There's baseball. There's MMA, even though I said it. There's, I don't know, golf, NHL, any other sport you're looking to gamble on. It's there. And if it's not there, where can you find it? In the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Uh, Slack group's banging, yo. It's always banging. You got a you got a first-hand glimpse, you know, of how awesome the people are in it with our boy One Sharp Shark on the show today. Uh, and most importantly, man, shout out to One Sharp Shark. That was awesome. The guy came on and killed it. Keep an eye out for his picks here. I'm sure they're going to be nailing it as well. Uh, guy's a beauty. He's always posting awesome shit in the Slack group. And you know what? Join the Slack group, and you can see the cool shit that he is posting. So... Thank you, One Sharp Shark. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, shout out One Sharp Shark. I think his Twitter is at One Sharp Shark as well. If you want to go toss him a follow there, it's a great job by him. Uh, yeah, make sure you give us a, a five-star rating and review too. Just like I said, top of the show. For Apple Podcasts, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. For Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review so I have something to read next show. Right on. And like we said earlier, stay tuned to the Slack group for our Friday picks. We will all three of us be throwing them in there. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, All right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You can find me breathing a sigh of relief because there's no European club soccer this weekend for me to lose all my money on. (laughs) But he's going to be up for the first time in two weeks. Dude. (laughs) Do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>